What's good, tribe? This is your boy, Flash the Philosopher, and this is a quick intro to part two of Digital Blackface, guest starring Lisa Marie, aka Season Dialogue. Make sure y'all tune into part one. Really good episode. All right, uh, stay tuned. Peace. Star. Uh, how, how would y'all feel if Terrence Howard was Black Panther? <laughs> Why would he not? Why can't I can't he? see him. I can't. I just can't see him. Not Why can't he turn out being Black Panther? But I can't see him as being Black. Why, you don't think there was light skinned Black people back then? I'm just asking. I just asked you, like, how would y'all feel if Terrence Howard was Black Panther? Would y'all be? If he played a good role, if he did a good job, I mean, it, yeah. it is what it is. But I just, I'm just saying, I can't envision him being Black Panther. I just all, all I want him to do is just like tickle the mask and be like, man, hey, man. What do you want? Whoop that trick. The Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast is a roundtable conversational podcast that gives a voice to the Black experience. Millennials from New York City sharing our views on Black lifestyle, culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in the world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. Your, T, your nice. TJ, you know, every time, yeah. every time you be uh, uh, naming a social media platform, but then you give her like a sex spin to it. I think to you, what you said, Cotcast today or some shit like that. I always yeah, she she like twatter. Somebody used to help me. Who wants to do this? Yeah, I think you seen her like where her mom be like she, this, this, like Facebook. She be like <laughs> Facepalm and shit. Spend like, a minute, nigga. Spend a minute. We hear you. We hear you, Queen. Um, Single and free tribe. Holla at your girl, though. And shoot us a DM. Uh, shoot, shoot her a DM. Yes. All right. <laughs> so, all right. So, I want to get to a talking point uh, for this episode. All right. Now, uh, one of the talking points that I had, and I, and I wanted this talking point too because I know it has affected one of us, somebody in this room. Matter of fact, maybe a couple people. Now that I think about it, but I want to know, and this question is for y'all and the tribe too. How would you feel? If someone stole your sauce, and now I ask this question because I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you somebody just got their sauce stolen recently. All right, it's, it's actually, mm. I guess. And so I want, I want you to go first, Lisa Marie, and tell us how would you feel if someone stole your sauce? Oh, your sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about it. This is this is trauma bonding. Let's go. Come on. For sure. You know what? You know what? I had, oh my goodness, I had like the first day I had like 15 people in my inbox telling me that someone had set up a fake mm. page. Oh, wow. And they were asking for money. They, you know, doing readings. Yeah. I was so disappointed in mm. it. I actually had two people who thought it was me and sent a person $75 Damn. for a reading. I was so disgusted. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, I was hurt mm. because number one, I never solicit for anyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, they blocked me. So I wasn't able to see this this page that, you know, mirrored my page. Mm-hmm. And then third, it's like, who are you and why? Mm. Mm. Right. Right, why? right, right, right. And I mean, they copied verbatim about 25 videos going down to emulate my page. And every time that I change my profile picture, they change theirs as well. So it's the thing like they follow me and I don't know who they are. So anything that I do, they, they mm. copy and paste. Right. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Damn. I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. Would you, and this is just a, a open question for you, at least Marie, but would it, would it bother you more if it was a white person that was doing it versus like a black person, just to be honest? I don't care what color you are. Right, you my shit. You want your whole sauce back. I got you. I'm right. gonna go. I'm exactly. Yes. I, but you know what? But that, that begs the question, right? So even if it was, because I'll say this, just like a few years ago with a lot of the creators, black creators who were making up dances and then white yes. people were mm-hmm. coming behind mm-hmm. them. They were, you know, with I their time doing all of this. If someone showed me or presented to me a white woman emulating myself, I 
I would mm-hmm. feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would definitely feel some type yeah. of way um, because this is who I am 24 mm-hmm. seven. So who mm-hmm. are you? Facts, facts, facts. Yeah. All right. Who else want to talk? Touch on it. There's a whole difference between somebody copying my sh- my stuff and putting it all on a page as opposed to them kind of like emulating me or mm-hmm. like doing some mm-hmm. of the stuff that I do. Cause you got to expect that in today's society yeah. that yeah. people are going to copy you. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't, I wouldn't go crazy about somebody copying my style. You know what I'm saying? But I would go crazy. Um, if somebody just, just copy my images and put it on yeah. a page that would make me upset. And I would go mm-hmm. in there and I would try to put, or I would tell all my people, you know, go on the page and make sure you complain about the page, complain about the page because this is a copy. They're stealing my they're stealing my mm-hmm. identity mm-hmm. at this yeah. point. You know what I mean? So it's different. Like when you say that shit, it, it definitely got me thinking of even like all the stuff in AI where you see them copying somebody's voice to make a song. You know, they, they did some joint recently where mm-hmm. they use uh, Drake and The Weeknd. They put their voice on a song. They put them on a song together and the track. I love that song. That shit is fire. Now, 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 now <laughs> this is the thing. Now, I don't know it. I'll find I didn't it. Hear. I'll find it. And that's my problem with this because somebody will probably go and see, you know, Lisa, Lisa Marie's page and that's the, that's going to be their first reaction. This is fire. Like, like whatever this is, you know, she, she's a, uh, she's creating this black content and it's super dope and people will gravitate to it. But yet if she's not the one that's, that's delivering that, Somebody definitely is looking for a come up off of all the work, all the work that she's doing. They point to you in the right place, sorry. But yeah, all, all the work that she's doing. So part of me is like nobody's ever going to necessarily look past the first, you, you know, interaction with like some of these pages because how many and I and I think I almost got caught by this a few times. I think I followed a page of a of a tech influencer and I was saying like, oh, he, he's putting out dope stuff that I like, and and then I saw him follow me back, and and when I when I Saw him. I was like, oh, he probably looked at, you know, either saw saw something that I did, whatever the case is. But then that's me not paying attention. And there was a certain type Mm -hmm. of a gratification I got where it was like, oh, shit, this 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 person sees me. You know what I'm saying? When I actually just look closer at the name, it was like, why? Why is this the way that you spell it, though? Because I think it was it was just Mm -hmm. one letter off or something like that. So it forced me to. And I followed the account already that that once again, I saw the follow. So it would have it really made me go into the account. But then once again, I'm I'm looking at just the, something seems awful or, or something's not right. Mm-hmm. And and just to find out like, no, there are people who are making these accounts and mm-hmm. there are people who are not going to look or pay attention and they're going to follow, right. you know, that account. And yeah. just to be, you know, gotten out of their money, whatever the case is. So I think it's very easy to get got. I don't think it's right. Um, and I, I would feel... If somebody did steal my sauce, I'm not going to be honest. Part of me wants to feel flattered that somebody took time. I was going to say yeah. that word. Yeah, but, but yeah, but, but it's also, once again, when you, to, to be emulated or to find somebody that inspires you and maybe you, you know, because I think that's what we all do. We, we, we gain something from right. each person. But then when it's like, you can't, yeah. you, you don't even want to do any type of work to make your own anything. That, that bothers me. But yeah, that, that's all I got to say. Mm. I'm complete. Sorry. Yeah, I don't think I've really experienced that. But if somebody is trying to emulate you to a certain, you know, it is kind of a flattery thing, but I haven't had anybody that just really like try to, I guess, copycat or really infiltrate me. Shake, I'm going to, I do remember one time, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, that didn't somebody take your page and was asking people for um, money? Cash out. Scamming them, like scamming them yeah. is going to scam. They're going to yep. scam. But they so actually stole that's... my page. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Wow. Yeah, they stole his page. So, wow. I, you know, I try. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that people can actually steal your entire page. And that happened to other people, too, where they have to, like, really fight Instagram to get their page back. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's unfortunate. I, it's unfortunate. I agree. I think that, you know. Imitation is a form of flattery. I get that 100%. I also think that uh, it's a part of your popularity. I think that that's one, of the, that's one of the downfalls of being popular. The people want that popularity. They want to have that same impact mm-hmm. that you're having. And they're going to mm-hmm. do whatever it takes to be able to get to that level. And at least, Mary, I'm sorry you had that experience. And I'm sorry that your people got scammed out of that bread. I hope that um, they still fuck with you after that. Even though yeah. it wasn't your fault. You know, because it's <laughs> right. nothing to do with it. 
Um, yeah. You know, but the other part of that is like knowing that you could do it again. Like, you know, like it's imitation of your greatness and, you know, only you can decide where that limit is, you know? That's right. Um, it gives you a chance to be able to finesse your skills a little bit better because, you know, like niggas is on to this one. So I got to find a new way to do mm. it. And I got to mm. be completely honest with you, Lisa Marie. I love your content and it inspires me to make my content better mm. uh, with my spoken word because your spoken word is fire. Mm. I edit the talk, shit talk, out talk, of my talk spoken about word. It. Your talk spoken word it. be one tape, one clip running. I'm like, Damn. Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie, they don't see the hard work. They don't see the, see, they don't see the hard work. All they no, see they don't see it. They don't see it. I get what it takes to be able to have a monologue and do it in one recording. Yeah. You know, I understand mm-hmm. that and that inspires mm-hmm. me to want to be better at my craft. So, that's what I would like to think that our content does for people who aren't as talented yes. and inspires them and uplifts them, you know, but that's not always the case. And some people take the short road and they yeah. steal, you know, and that's when it becomes a bad thing. At least I think. Yeah. Okay. Scam them going scam. Scam them going scam. Scam them there. Who, who, who else? <laughs> I'll just, TJ. everything TJ. that you guys said is what I agree with. Um, I did feel it as it's somewhat flattery, but I also think, it's also money hungry. You are very successful. You have a lot of followers. Your content is amazing. And so I can see other people just trying to monetize off right. of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's kudos to you. You created something that is of value and obviously profitable because you have followed. So have you thought about doing, well, you don't do readings, right? Well, so they gave her a whole, they gave her a whole superpower she ain't even got. Yeah. Now, now, are you going to start doing readings, Lisa Marie? <laughs> okay. No. Okay. I mean, clearly there's no. a network for it. You got people who want it, you know? Yeah. But if that's not your gift, you know, be authentic. That's right. right. That's right. not my gift. Yeah. Right. That's not my yeah. gift. And your followers are going to definitely see that because I know I do. I feel like you're very genuine and what you put out is very transparent and right. thought provoking mm-hmm. and inspirational. So. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Just uh, Thanks. Real, real quick, I'm not sure if y'all heard this song, but this shit is fire. Okay. Can you hear it? No, well, you got you got to play it first. Play it first. No. That might help. <laughs> well, how do you want to? Why do you want to play this? This is the this is the AI song. Okay. This is the fake song they created. Wow. Yeah. I got, got a little bop to it. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I can I can hear that it's not him. No way. You're capping. That's so that's so that's the thing. Bro, that's, so that's the song. It's not, it's, so you, even though Shay, Shay, Oh my god. It's not like he used an auto tool. And now this is you know, all the time. You, you gotta remember with all this audio, even for what we gotta do to edit podcasts and or, or what I gotta put on the podcast as far as like right. filters and processes, mm-hmm. trust me when I say most of this stuff is digitized. What you what oh, you get as the end goodness. result is never gonna be necessarily what you feed into the mic. So the fact that they just know how to replicate a voice to and, and they're using once again, very good models. If you're if you're into, you know, how these models learn how to do these things, they have so many samples of people's voices and I, i'm not gonna hold you lisa marie don't be surprised if somebody samples your voice and uses your voice and next thing that page that fake page that you're seeing is going to be like you're gonna be like i didn't i i, I never said that i never said that right you know what i'm right. saying it's, it's real i'm telling you so it's, yeah. it's just something once again that we just got to be conscious of because either we're going to mm-hmm. accept the fact and question that everything is fake or we're gonna have to say hey mm-hmm. how do i discern between What's re- what's real and 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 what's fake, or or how do I at least do do some more searching, you know? Because so to piggyback on that, I want to piggyback on that statement. Flash, you're making a great point. Anybody who has a social media platform where their voice is digitized, you are susceptible to this type of yeah. you know, wave, mm-hmm. you know. And people can get clips of your voice and have a script read, you know, and mm-hmm. take it to the next level, which is even scarier. Someone can emulate your voice, write a script, send it to your family or friends, and then they would start you for really money. You talking, right. you know? Right. What I mean? it's scary. They could, they could, that is scary. they could trick your family. They could trick your kids. Like, hey, open the front door. Daddy's here, you know, and and let them in the crib thinking it's you hearing your voice, mm. you know. So it's important that we come up with like code words for each other, so Man. we can know who we are yeah. and identify mm-hmm. ourselves to keep ourselves from being, you know, taken advantage of in that way. Mm. It's just so I mean, crazy. I mean, how you gonna, how are you going to use the code word? You're going to use it in every conversation you call them in. I'm be like, yo, what's the, the code? code you got to say drip drip. <laughs> <laughs> what's, 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 what's the code? <laughs> drip drip. Okay, you know, you know, you know what's going to suck. Yeah, you just gave look, out the code. Look, yo, tell me why. And this is just 
I'm this is just my, my ratchet thought, matter of fact. I feel like there's going to be a app or something. And I and I hate to be biased, but I'm I'm okay. sorry you gotta see this part of me listen to me, but I feel like a woman is going to use some some samples of uh, her man's voice to do some wild shit as far as like open up his phone woo! or say, hey, call Big Booty Judy or whatever the case is. <laughs> hey Siri, call Big Booty Judy. <laughs> hey Alexa, give me the give me the phone call log of my man's last 10 months of calls. Like it's gonna get crazy out here. And maybe that's maybe that's, that's just my ratchet though, but that's how I feel. <laughs> it's a good thing. That um that your phone doesn't open based off of mm. your voice. So that's it. That's it. Right, exactly. Not right. yet. You need my fingerprint, right. my dude. I've always been scared that they're gonna take my finger and put it on the phone. Oh, the, 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 but right. anyhow. <laughs> anyway, but yo, um, all right, let me, let me let me get to the next talking point. <laughs> Being a straight and narrow, you don't have to worry about it. Hush up, TJ. <laughs> yo, um, moving on. Moving yo, on. all right. So look, uh, next talking point that I want to talk about though. That is- um, how do you feel when white people play black roles of characters? Well, all right, let me, so let me say, how do you feel, I guess, when white people play black roles and black people play roles of characters who are, I guess, historically white? And, and you know, we see different movies where people kind of get upset or whatever. I don't care if it's Cinderella. I think Brandy had a, a rendition before, The Little Mermaid. Uh, they also had Gods of Egypt, I believe, where, uh, you know, some white men played, uh, you know, Egyptians in the Santa Third. Some people get even real, I guess, butthurt if it's like Spider-Man or something like that. You know, there's a, excuse me, there's a black Spider-Man or, or, or you know, a, a mixed Spider-Man, this and third. Right. So I just want to know, I guess, what are your feelings as far as when you see that? Anybody can go. I'll, I'll start. I'll say back in the days, like 2008, when Tropic Thunder, I was like, okay, you know, whatever. Um, when uh, Cinderella came out, I felt like it was inclusive. It was, um, the prince was like... Uh, Arabian Asian, or something like that. Like specific, Asian. Yeah. I think he was Asian. Yeah, specific. Pacific Indian or I forgot what yeah, they call it. Asian. I, I haven't seen Cinderella. Yeah, so they were all different. And I was like, okay, it's nice that they brought a lot of different cultures to make it inclusive. Mm-hmm. I heard the Little Mermaid was the same way. I didn't watch the Little Mermaid. Yes, the Little Mermaid but, me. you know, for it to be inclusive, I enjoy that. However, right now, how I stand, and I feel this way, Mo and I have had this conversation um, before, but like now I feel like there's so many actors with so much amazing Mm -hmm. talent. Why not find a black person to play the black role? Why not find the right character or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, race to play that role? And also all the way down to the dialect. Like Mo and I talk about this, like when it comes to like Jamaican, because we are of Caribbean descent. Mm -hmm. So when we hear a bad Jamaican accent, how was Sebastian in The Little Mermaid, by the way? It's disappointing. He was very disappointing. He was Sebastian. Sebastian was okay in The Little Mermaid. He was okay. But but you know, Sebastian had a trashy um, accent all the way since the cartoon. He did. I felt like they tried to keep it in the same like... Rome, they didn't want to make it like actual, like real. And then you know, you just you could just act like you. you they never said he was Jamaican. You know what I'm saying? We don't know <laughs> no, where the accent really. But it would have been from. nice if he. It was an authentic Caribbean accent. Yes, but you don't. But it could, that's my biggest it could be, issue. That's I could be because I don't know if you ever met people from Aruba. They their um accents are kind of like weird. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I wouldn't know that if I heard it. You know what but I mean? But that's that's to me, and that's how I feel like we disrespect ourselves in a certain degree. And talking about people playing certain things, as far as mm-hmm. and I'm a, I could give two instances. Um, how Stella got her groove back. Love the movie. Mm-hmm. Why did y'all pick Tay Diggs to, to play that? Oh, we stop. You could have found. He was because he was a Jamaican amazing. Accent. No, he was yeah. not. <laughs> Yo, I want to say something, but I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to give you a pass. People loved him in that movie. They did. That's, that's what I said. They, they, they did. They loved him. They did. He tried. He was a really good act- actor. They, no, I they wanted Tay to push him. Just like, just like, and I and people can crucify me for this. I love mm. Angela Bassett. Mm. But in the movie, Biggie, I feel that I could have found the perfect person to play his mother, which should have mm-hmm. been Cheryl Lee Ralph, who is Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Jamaican. Mm-hmm. 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 Why didn't they pick mm-hmm. Cheryl Lee Ralph? She is a Jamaican yeah. lady. She was born in Jamaica. She represented, his mother was Jamaican. Why did we pick Angela Bassett? I love Angela mm-hmm. Bassett, but Angela Bassett is not of the Jamaican descent. Pick Cheryl Lee Ralph, who has been, she has experience. She was a dream girl. She's acted, she, she has acted. 
I was trying to figure out where was, why we didn't pick Shirley Ralph for that particular role, who would have embodied mm-hmm. that role because that's, and she is a Jamaican mother. I mean, she okay. has, you know what I mean? So things I, of that nature mm-hmm. is kind of what upsets me when we're, when we're, yes, we have a lot of actors, but why do we have to fake an accent where you can just find a, a black person who is of a Caribbean descent who could play that Yeah, role. I, I agree with you too. I think yeah. about Nina Simone's movie that, that dropped in 2016 that had a Zoe Zaldana playing Nina Simone. You know, like that's an example. Oh, like yeah. Jesus. She's not she's yeah. not the same complexion as Nina Simone. Nina Simone was a really, really yeah. purely melanated woman, you know what I mean, to the core. Yeah. And that was what yeah, she exactly. was about, you know, as an individual. You know, and the fact yeah. that they casted that person to play that role is questionable, you know, just for the mm-hmm. namesake. So I mean, the fact that they I, here's my thing with the whole accent thing and and all this other stuff. At the end of the day, Hollywood is going to continue to be Hollywood at the and and they cater a lot of their movies to white people because they go to movies and they spend money and white people don't care about what accent it is. So they just gonna Shake they're cash. just gonna do whatever they want mm-hmm. with it. You know what I'm saying? And for them, it's more no, it's what it is. It's what it is. That's a fact fact. That's a fact fact. That's a fact fact. Black people watch movies too, but yeah. what I'm we saying is we spend a lot that, of money at the box office they get a good amount of money from white people and they don't care especially with these movies with these trash accents you know what i'm saying they're gonna continue with this type of trend and it's off the strength that the person who they push as the star actor like Mm -hmm. tay whether it's tay diggs Mm -hmm. or who'd you say played um no zoe no zoe it's because they're it's because they're popular and they're going to bring people to the theaters the name of the person this person that you're saying that has a great accent or could be that person doesn't have the star power behind them and if they don't have the star power behind them they don't care and even if it's an egyptian movie they're gonna have a white person play the egyptian movie it's like brad pitt because brad pitt is gonna bring people to the movies and at the end of the day it's all about the money it's all about the yeah, money with them. You know what I'm saying? And I, do I feel a type of way about it? Uh, if I don't like it, I'm just not mm-hmm. going to go see the movie. Period. Mm-hmm. If I think, oh, nah, this is trash. I could look at it and be like, nah, this is trash. I'm not going to see that. You know what I'm saying? That's how I, um, I'm not going to say voice my opinion because I'm not really outside telling them, oh, don't go see this movie. Da-da-da. Even though there are people who are like that. You know what I'm saying? We are I, like was, that. This there is was the a lot of people who was like that for the hat. For the Harriet Tubman movie, because the Harriet Tubman, <laughs> the Harriet Tubman movie, I don't know if y'all know, but the young lady who played her was African. She wasn't American black. She was African black. And there was a lot of um there was a lot of um 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 woke um of the woke community who were against going to see that movie. You know what I'm saying? Off the strength. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it just gets very nitpicky. You know what I mean? And I, I'm just not going to nitpick with everything. If I don't like it, I'm not going to go see it. If I if I think it's a good movie, Got you. I'm going to go see it. I feel you. I, I, I definitely see that there's, there's like more levels than blackface because, you know, y- y'all touch base with even cultural appropriation with black people and how they play other black mm-hmm. people or whatnot. And and I think it's to like Shake's point, it's so easy to fall in love with, uh, with the character because I think it even... Let's say Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman, you know, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if his background is African necessarily or anything like that in terms of um, culture. But, right. you know, people fell in love with this character for, for what he portrayed. And it, and it gave everybody like a sense of one is this is ours. What character you, you know, we're going to embrace it. But played, I you played a lot of characters. Uh, Black, uh, Black Panther. Okay. Black Panther. Sorry, sorry. Pardon. Pardon. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Black Panther. But um, and when I think about it, I don't know the. Like the view from like maybe what an African person might say, as far as and, and as much as we love the right, character, right, right, right. you know, they probably like mm-hmm. they, they could have got blah 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 this and the third. So maybe they're also yeah, rubbed the wrong way. That's true. That's true. That's so true. so it's, yeah. it is that's very. True. Part of me is like, yo, so much of this is is about yeah being creative and it's, and Hollywood to your point, shake is about making the money and they're gonna grab whichever star. Uh, how how would y'all feel if Terrence Howard was Black Panther? <laughs> Name, man. Why would he not? Why can't I can't he? see him. I can't. I just can't see him. Not Why can't Terrence Howard be in Black Panther? But I can't see him ever being Black. Why you don't think there was light skinned Black people back? I just asking. I just asking. Like, how would y'all feel if Terrence Howard was Black Panther? If he played a good role, if he did a good job, I mean, it, yeah. it is what it is. But I just, I'm just saying, I can't envision him being Black Panther. I just all, all I want him to do is just like tickle the mask and be like, man, man. 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 That's what I think about. What do you want? Whoop that trick. 
Whoop, that's all I think yeah, about. I, I had a dark humor oh, moment. Oh, you're talking about Black Panther, the, the movie, the, the Marvel. Yeah, Black yeah. Panther. That's what you talk. I'm thinking about Black Panther as far as like oh, oh. Black Panthers in the '60s. No, that's that's a, okay, but but you know, <laughs> yo, to that you. point, my, my dark humor side was like, yo, would I sit and really watch if somebody really made a movie where? white people were slaves and black people was the ones that was like whooping on the white people and whatnot. I don't know why my mind went this way, but then I was, it was, it was when I was right. picking this episode, I'm sitting here like, would I really go to, to this movie? Like, would, would that be something that I would support or would I also be just as offended or would I be on the, on the side of was now, you know how it feel type of shit. I, like, I don't, I don't know how to navigate those emotions for myself. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's deeper than, you know, what we see on TV and stuff like that, you know, I love the conversation about it. Lisa Marie, I don't know if we heard from you. Did, did you say anything about this? Um, You know what? It brought me back to, and I, I can't remember. I know it was on Netflix, but when um, Spew mentioned uh, Zoe Saldana, mm-hmm. how you saying that? Um, a lot of the Afro-Latina or Latino actors and actresses, they did a, like a documentary. I think mm-hmm. it was on Netflix. And they were talking about how they were always cast in African-American mm-hmm. roles and that they weren't used for their diverse Hispanic roles Bro. because they didn't, their dark color did not, it didn't allow them to be opened up for it. So mm-hmm. on the other side of that, just not even considering ourselves, considering them mm-hmm. as well, they're cast into black roles and not utilized for other roles where they can play Hispanics or just just utilize the function of their culture. So mm-hmm. I think it goes across the whole board. Like we think about us, but it's like. Right. And then, you know, even broader thinking about Asians, mm-hmm. we always put them in, you know, mm-hmm. now you're you know, like, let's be real. Nah, we always put those. So it's like it's more to everybody than what meets the eye but are we are we allowing ourselves to function in in many different ways where we feel settled is it our fault or is it the fault of the directors who are mm-hmm. casting these roles yeah. you know um are they speaking out is it money what is mm-hmm. it i mean mm-hmm. we have to get to the root you know cause of it and somebody at some point has to speak out mm-hmm. no, 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 i agree yo, yo. Yo, I think, yo, and one more thing I wanted to actually bring up is I feel like, I feel like the, the, the I'm going to use the word, the desideratum for diversity in some of these movies, I feel is, uh, I feel like it's, it's, they're overdoing it as for, to a certain degree. And a lot, in some of these movies, they try to include everybody in a movie and it ends up just making Give the movie trash. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm talking about a lot. I feel like a lot of the Marvel films that they've been coming out with lately, where they've been trying to be more diverse, especially the ones on Disney Plus that I'm seeing. And I really don't like the character and I don't like the film. And I feel like at the end of the day, you know, all this diversity, you know what I'm saying, in the movies and shit, at the end of the day, the same people are getting the money. Though, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, this, uh, this shit's going back to the same fucking studio that, you know, had all these white characters in there before. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, for me, it's about who the best person to play the character is. It is not necessarily about the diversity. And um, I think... Because I, you don't want the movie to suffer because you want to try to be as diverse as possible. And I'm not against diversity. I'm I love the diversity in certain things, but not in everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like they've been doing they've been going so hard to have one gay person and and and, and one and one black person and an Indian person and a Chinese. Like what the fuck? Y'all doing too much, bro. They doing too much sometimes, and yeah, that's just me. I agree. That's I think it's me. important to stick to the source material, right? Whatever the whatever the premise or whatever this whatever this content is based off of, let's try to stay as close to that as possible. So if we have a film, uh, for example, let's use Carlito's Way, for example, one of my favorite films of all I remember time. That Al Pacino played, uh, mm-hmm. well, even let's look, Scarface also. Mm-hmm. You know, Italian. like he yeah. he's playing these roles that's Cuban. that fit he him, Cuban. <laughs> right? But if you went and actually got a Cuban actor, it would probably be more impactful because that person can really embrace that role, you know, mm-hmm. versus this headliner right. who would attract more people. Right. You know, as long as you stick to what the actual message is trying to be conveyed, I'm not mad at it. But once you start sprinkling and shit just for cash grab reasons, then right. it becomes less authentic and less genuine for me mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. Right. 
But like you said, Shake, just don't go see the fucking movie. Like if you don't like Facts. the shit, you don't want to support the shit, yeah. don't spend your dollars on it and it won't be a problem. That's a fact. I do feel like inclusivity or to be inclusive is disseratum. Disseratum. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. You, you, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, especially for like children, kid movies, because I think when mm. I see like a kid in the wheelchair, you know, the yes. disabled kid, like you mm. do want to have them mm-hmm. feel like there's a representation of them True. in these roles and that yeah. I can still be an actor if I'm disabled, you know, like if they have disabilities or seeing like an Asian child or an Asian uh, um, superhero or a black superhero, I yes. feel like that's supportive for the culture. Mm-hmm. And I get how it can be a little too much. When I start looking at the commercials, it's very rare that you see like all white couples anymore. It's like white and black mm-hmm. or black, white and yeah. Asian or black mm-hmm. and Asian. Or now you even see commercials with same sex couples. And I, for me, I love it. I love to see the inclusivity of it because I do feel like it's needed for people to have representation. But you know what it is? So I, and, I, I'm, and I'm not trying to be like a... It's a money thing too. No, but I, I remember seeing like, I want to say it was like an Ego commercial. And you know, it, it was like the, the white guy and you know, he, he's making the Ego, then he had the black wife. And then when he, when he got to the table for breakfast, it was like, you know, the, the Chinese kid and the, and the Indian kid and the, and the, and the, and the whatever kid. I'm sitting here like, like, I don't even, what are, what are we doing here? This isn't even about waffles. The milkman. It was the milkman. It was the milkman. The milkman. Family is family. Family is family. I'm not even about waffles. No, I'm not mad at it. Waffles. I, I can't. No, I, I, I do love in, in, inclusivity. I, I do love it. I, I, I see that there are pipeline problems. So I, I even love the fact that there are going to be domino effects, uh, even like, let's say, with the Black Panther. Like, I love the fact that it got for a Mexican um, actor to go play no more and really be in tune with, like, even the, the Mayan and the Aztec oh, stuff, whatever. That it is. was good. Right. And you see how dope the actor still is. And you feel good about yeah. it, too, because it's like, yo, he's he from here. He, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So um, I accept that. Like I said, everybody can be as creative as you want as far as the studios are concerned. I know that they did implement something within the past few years that does say that the the studios that produce shows have to have a certain amount of a diversity in them, especially when we're talking about like either the, the camera people or whatever the case is. So sometimes even when you see certain shows um, and it might be like, whether it's more black actors, more white actors, they, I think they do have inclusivity efforts where they can't even win awards unless their crews are made up of a certain percentage of, you know, ethnicities or backgrounds or whatever the case is. That's very so, true. Yeah. Wow. So, so I just, can I just throw this one part in here? I don't know if y'all watch a lot of Lifetime like I do in TLC because I, yes. I watch a lot of Ratchet TV with my lady. Mm-hmm. And uh, sidebar, America's one of the only countries who advertise drugs on their TV, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But really? most of the, most, yeah, we're one of the few countries that advertise drugs on TV. Wow. Um, but a lot of the ads that you see for like HIV medication, it's always got a gay couple in it. Yeah. Always on the commercial as if only gay people have yes, AIDS. Correct. You haven't noticed that? Like, oh, yeah. like, nah, I just saw yeah. one the other day. I was like, why don't they have It's your image. And it's always, it's usually like, uh, uh I don't want to say the wrong thing because I'm with the community to cover me. But it's always a black gay guy. It's always a black gay guy with a flamboyantly gay couple. And I feel like that imagery is so odd to me. You know, for that be the only... That'd be the only group that you want to target. Like that's the only group that actually has this problem that you think watches this show. Like it's it's kind of crazy to me when I thought about it just now when you said that. Um, but uh, that's my two cents. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've seen difference when I see that kind of commercial. I do see they advertise. Different. You are right. It's, I feel like they are usually always gay colors. Yeah. So always, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, all right. I mean, I guess this is something we just got to pay attention to. I'm gonna ask an, another talking point uh, that I wanted to get to as well. Now I feel like. You know, there are a lot of businesses that use maybe the black likeness to once again to, to gain their money. And I kind of wanted to touch base with how y'all felt about maybe how some of these companies may exploit the black likeness. And I, I want to give a few companies that I think we wrote down. So, for instance, let's say Popeyes, you know, Popeyes. You know, you, you, you heard the stereotype, black people love chicken, this, that, and the third. And mm-hmm. if you ever seen the Popeye's commercial, you know, they they probably got the um, the black lady who's heading and talking. 
um, you know, about the, the brand and, different, the the Louisiana, and, and it really gives mm-hmm. you a sense of like, this is some good black chicken, probably. I I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you got right. Uncle Ben, um, African pride on Jemima, whatever, whatever it was or however it was used. But I do feel like, yeah, they use either the black likeness or the black body or, or, or face, whatever, whatever it is. And they're, and they make money off of that. And these are white majority owned companies, if anything. So do y'all feel, I guess, what, what are y'all feelings on it? Any form of exploitation that doesn't give back to the community is a problem. I feel mm. like if you're going to use our likeness, oh, you're going to, you're going to eat off of our, our magic. You got to be able to give back to that community in some form or fashion. If you're going to donate, you're going to do charity work, you're going, you're going to do something. But if you're not, that's a problem for me personally. You know what I mean? Um, right. That's just bad business practice, I think. Mm. Facts. I think they and I think companies have, you know, are very aware that they've been doing that and they've been trying to change that. Like the Uncle Ben on the rice, Mm -hmm. Aunt Jemima with the head tie. She still had the head tie, the scarf. Yeah. But it wasn't until people started speaking up about yeah. it. Though. Right. But, but this is the thing. And why weren't we talking about this in 2008? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With Tropical Thunder. I, I, so I ain't gonna lie. Like, I bought the Orange Mama because it was the black lady on the bottle. I love that bottle. I'm not gonna right. hold you. Yeah. And that's another it, thing no, that we're learning. It's just it's just a coy. You know what I mean? Is no black people run that business. And we're thinking that it, we're relating it to a black brand and it's not. Mm-hmm. None of those mm-hmm. brands are owned mm-hmm. by black mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So the companies are now being aware of, you know, of that and things are changing. And I'm, a, I'm appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. It can't use our, our likeness appropriately. I think they were always aware of it. I just think they're getting more criticism about it now. Like they've yes. always known they've been exploiting us, yeah. but now yeah. they're getting backlash yeah. from us about it. Now we're aware. And I think that right, we have yeah. these, we have these type of platforms, like sophisticated ratchet. Where we can talk about how we feel about these exploitations, you know, and we can really have an impact or cause it to go viral. Let's have a whole worldwide discussion about why this yes. is a problem. You know, that's why we mm-hmm. need these platforms like our podcast, like comment, right. subscribe. Mm-hmm. And I also think oftentimes, you know, just being transparent and honest, we don't fully do the research of the particular item or for sure. thing that we're for purchasing. Sure. For we take instance, it at face like, value. Yeah, we take it at face value. Like African pride. I know that I have bought tons of African pride stuff, whether it be That's braid a hair spray, mm-hmm. it's a hair product, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. um, braid spray or grease or whatever. But come to find out, it's not black owned. Mm-hmm. That's why and some products, yeah. some companies and, like, and products change hands. Like you could, it could have started mm-hmm. as black, but then they it sell did, it. But then know, they sell it. Right. So, yeah. so like I know, fact. like I know, African pride is actually owned by an Indian conglomerate. You get what I'm saying? Right. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and they have businesses. This particular conglomerate had businesses all over across Asia, Africa, and North America. Um, but they say that they support di- that they're diverse in hiring practices across all of their companies so you know that's i guess kind of where they're trying to filter what they're doing but, yo uh-huh. for me i think yeah like like mash said i feel like um if they're gonna use our image they should definitely be giving back to the black community um i'm not and i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not always gonna do my research um right if something is good i'm gonna i'm gonna use it you know what i'm saying like like the black hair grease or whatever mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i would think that was a black company but at the end of the day i'm not going to do the research but mm-hmm. if you know if it comes about like you know what i'm saying like this that the people who are selling this you know it's it's all white people and this i probably i would do my best to switch brands mm-hmm. at that point you know what i'm saying if i feel like there's a negative light on the people who are utilizing our image and not giving anything back to the community once i know now it's like now I have the knowledge right. to say, you know, you, should I continue to use this product? Right. You feel what I'm saying? But if I'm unknowingly using it, I probably would continue to. All right. Um, exactly. If I don't know anything. Yeah, I, I, I ain't going to hold you. I, I do think we got like a short attention span sometimes because <clears throat> we'll hate like a company for a minute or we'll see like a company did us mm-hmm. dirty. And, you know, yeah. they'll they'll mm-hmm. either apologize or, or disappear for a yeah. while. And and maybe they'll sprinkle some right money back. around, the, you know, the hood somewhere. Yeah. And, and, and then it'd be like, hey, we're back. Grand open again it's like oh and we're just you know we kind of forget you know and that's how fast paced Mm -hmm. a lot of this society is but um lisa marie i definitely want to no i was just gonna add on to what you said the Mm -hmm. accountability factor you know just like what tj was saying you know um asking these questions for these companies who are representing you know they see us they see our face but behind the scenes it's white companies but Mm -hmm. 
Are we going to ask? Are we going to continue to ask? Are we going to continue to exploit them? And then what? Just like you said, it's momentary. We get riled up for a minute and then we fiddle back once they give us an apology. But we're still pouring our money into these companies. Right. Mm -hmm. Lisa Marie. Now, now, I asked you earlier if you was going to buy the shirt from the white man at the stand and he's the only person on the street on Juneteenth. <laughs> she she was like, no. She said no. She started with no and I think she ended with no. Now, I, yeah. I, I'm curious. How does Lisa Marie shop then? Because, like, do you feel like you are, uh, you know, you're using, like, intent between saying, like, hey, I, I'm, I want the black purchase. I'm looking. I'm doing the research. How, 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 do, you, how do you either get better at that or how do you, I, I guess, like, affect where your money goes? I'm going to be honest. I mean, just like we were just talking about, there are companies where I haven't done my research. I I haven't, Mm -hmm. I didn't know, Mm -hmm. you know? And so for me now being more aware, it's like, I'm going to fiddle back. I don't eat at, uh, you know, Popeye's anyway, but I mean, other companies that I can consider, Uh you know, Mm -hmm. and then again, asking the question, where is this money going Two, but then I'm just one person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what are we going to do as a community to make we we already know that we can make a difference as far as plummeting numbers, but yeah. it's just utilizing that force and doing so. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We're we're good, like you said, we're good with um taking in apologies for short term, mm-hmm. and then once we get it and we feel like we're at a good place, Start we, giving them at the money. we continue to yeah. Shop. And I and I yeah. wanted to I wanted to yeah. piggyback on something you said, and that's the thing. Um. If we could all just band together yes. and do stuff, but nine out of 10 times, we're not going to do that. I'm going through an experience nope. right now on my job where it's a collective of managers. And if we would all just band together and we're strength in numbers and out of, I would say, I'm just going to give it a number, maybe like, let's just say 200 managers and we're currently doing something mm. on our job. I would say 12 out of 200 mm. managers, 12 is who's going forward with our particular situation. And to me, mm-hmm. I'm like, but these are the same people that complain, the same people that want to see change, but is not willing to step forward mm-hmm. to handle yeah. business. You see what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, and we're all of, and, and most of us, most of the managers, I'm going to say, is of a minority descent. Yeah. Mm. I'll be honest. You, I, yeah. We have to check in with ourselves and ask the yeah. question, like, why mm-hmm. can't we all band together? You yeah. know what yeah. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. when it comes to like our black dollars, like we do need groceries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or we do need to go to work when you say go on strike. Like if my right. job is going to say, mm-hmm. like, you can't work That's anymore. Right. It's like, I need yeah. my money. I have my to money. feed my yeah. family. So mm-hmm. it's about sacrifice and commitment. Like, is yep. everybody mm-hmm. able to sacrifice? Is everybody able to commit? That's um, right. That's yeah. true. Okay. Very yeah, true. There's definitely a disturatum. For oh, me. boy. You just, um, I, I, I'm glad you did. Love it. You I love it. it. I love it. And <laughs> I, feel like it, I feel like it's necessary. But, yo, I, I kind of wanted to go back a little bit. I wanted to backtrack to what I think Mo was talking about as far as, um, no, who somebody was talking about as far as with food, like, you know, it may have been a white, a black person that owned it originally. And then it just automatic. And then somebody uh, and then white people ended yeah. up taking it over. I remember an episode right. of um, Atlanta. I don't know if you guys watched that show, but it was an episode of Atlanta where this guy would go. One of the characters, they were in Europe and he would go to this place because they had the best, best jollof. And it was owned by Africans. You know what I'm saying? And it was such a great place. And then all of a sudden, he goes there. The place is shut down. There's a white lady in the front cooking the jollof in front of the place. The same jollof. Because she they sold the business to her. And she freaking wow. took it over. But at the end of the day, like, if they sold the place to her, right? And she and she paid them, this black, this black family, mm-hmm. and they profited from it. Is she wrong? For being out there cooking the jollof, like to take over the business, is it still wrong? Is it good? Is it good jollof? Is it still delicious? It was good jollof. That's why she took it over. She got their recipe. She got everything, and she she was cooking the jollof. You know, I'm conflicted because there have been times where I'm hungry and I go into a taco spot, and Mm -hmm. there's not. Hispanic people behind the counters. There's no, 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 there's no,
Mm-hmm. I remember me and Mash actually walked into a restaurant one time and, you know, we we walking and, you know, we, we over here being jovial, joking. And as we're getting deeper into the restaurant, I was sitting here like something feels wrong. And then we start looking around the restaurant. And we realize there are no black people in here. They don't even work in here. They don't even they're not even at the tables, whatever the case is. And, I, and I'm not saying it's a it's a good or a bad thing, but it definitely makes me question. Once again, where's my money? Like, what kind of food y'all got? Do y'all, are y'all representing me right? Is, right. And is there any black love at all? You know, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I try to be present when I'm like buying stuff and, and buying food and, but it's not, and it's not for everything. So I get what, what y'all saying, because then you got to live your life yeah. on, on really like a, a subset of what you can buy. And you're going to have to be very critical because I can't buy certain cars or I can't use certain, you know, yeah. or whatever the case. So it, 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 it gets to a level where you got at some point you got to say I'm going to give my money to something but yeah it's hard though it's hard to navigate so and i'm sure it puts a lot of pressure on a lot of black uh creators too mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. because you get to a certain point you want to sell mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know if i created like a uh, black planet and it got as big as Facebook, Instagram, something like that. And, and you want to sell it. Yeah. You know, somebody wants to buy it for $400 million. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like, Ugh, do I sell Black Planet? Like how they sold BET to like white yeah. people. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Right. So I, it's a it's a it's a catch twenty two. It is. It is. Yeah. It is you know. Okay. It is. Yeah. You know. Is that calling the morality or your business stance? Like, if you know that you're selling to a white person, you're selling this black originated brand to a white person. You know, mm. d- does that make you think twice about it? I would imagine so if you care. Like, if you care, you would think twice about it, right? But what do you care about? Do you care about the culture or do you care about your family? This is generational wealth for your family. I was going to say that. Like, you may think about, damn, you know, I would prefer this go to a black person. I would prefer to sell to a black person. Mm -hmm. But but we all got to be transparent. But $400 million. Now like you, you know that this is, yeah, this is a light. No, not only that, but you know, I, I, it may not be something you necessarily want to do, but you're thinking about the bigger picture. I can now maybe create something else. I can now support my family. Like we said, generational wealth. So you think about what you could gain from that 400 million, whether you sell it to a white person or not, because at that point, that type of money you could do more with. That's, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm Lisa mm-hmm. Marie, you have mm-hmm. a lot of followers. What if someone mm-hmm. approached you with a certain amount of money? Would you sell it to a white person? No, 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 she wouldn't. I wouldn't. But see, I want to ask you this question. I want to ask you this question with this supposed, you know, situation. You you had BET. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Someone white came to you and they sold. They wanted to, you know, four hundred million. And you're thinking, and you sell it. Are you afterwards? Are you or even in in the midst of you thinking? Are you wondering how? BT is going to look afterwards mm-hmm. when you sell it. I, I kind of am. So I no, um, I'm going to tell you this. There are a lot of companies that you can sell. You can still sell it, but say, I want to be on the board. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anything that comes through, you you can say, I'm selling it, but I want to make sure that the board is very diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, and I or, or that I would like to be on the board. Yeah, I would sell. I would sell because mm-hmm. I have to look out for my people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My family. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, the diaspora. Right. But so, yes, I would sell with contingencies. I want to make sure that I am on the board. Mm-hmm. I also want to make sure that, you know, the board is very diverse. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm talking about men, women, black, you know, with our culture right. and, and within gender, um, sexuality, everything. I want to make yeah. sure that it's diverse so it represents everybody. Okay. And that's that's something that a lot of people, when they sell companies, that's something that they can ask for. Like, I want to say, like the hair companies like Shea Moisture, as Mm -hmm. the bigger they get, there's bigger companies like L'Oreal that want to take over them and stuff like that. And I'm not saying this specifically for Shea Moisture, but Mm -hmm. they can say, I still want to be on the board because I am, you know, a natural woman that created this and I still have a connection to it. Yeah. I I think that's a good option. Yeah. Yeah, And I see that a lot too, too, especially when people uh, do sell. And but they still get to maintain like creative director or something like that. So yeah. I I, yeah. I I hear it because I don't want to say I would never ever sell something either that I built up, but that's hard for me too because part of me is like, why am I selling this? Is it really for yeah. money reasons, or can I just let this thing go out with you know as a 
legendary. He owned this blah, blah, blah. Cause I can't care about it. What happened to, after me, just to be honest, if, you know, mm-hmm. it's like we try to tie ourselves to something for so long, but truly nothing is yours forever. But, but your memory, I guess is going to be like, yeah, he owned it from blase, blah, to blase, blah. And that's what people will see. And I think just having the, 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 that piece where somebody, and I, and I say this many for like black people too, because some of us don't necessarily know what's what we're capable of until we see it too. So it's like, just to even know, like a black person owned this company or, or mm-hmm. this position or whatever. It's like, we, we need indicators of that so we can make more. So I'm just more happy that that's, that's one of the, 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 um, the results of like owning something. People get to say like, you did that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to the owner of Slutty Vegan, by the way. I don't know. We're talking about her or talking about owning stuff. And I'm just watching her as she builds mm-hmm. her brand and she's mm-hmm. crushing it and killing it. Shout out mm-hmm. to her. She's also Jamaican. Mm-hmm. She goes by the name of, is it Pinky? Yeah, I think Pinky. Pinky, Pinky. Yeah, yeah Pinky. she goes by the name mm-hmm. of Pinky, but she is also Jamaican of Jamaican descent. And I've just been watching her build her brand, mm-hmm. and she talks about why she has not sold it yet because people have approached mm-hmm. her to sell, and she's like, "I just want to have full autonomy and direction of where it goes." Because if you've gone into any of her shops, it's very Black culture centered. It is. Um, it is. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. she wants to keep that, like, you know, control. But um, also I have heard her speak about how if she did go public with it, how she wants to, like, support all the people that have ever worked for her. Like, mm-hmm. everyone can get a percentage of the company. And I was like, that's really sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. uh, the thought process of supporting her culture and supporting the people that helped her create it in a different way that you don't actually hear about. So um, mm-hmm. we're trying to model sophisticatedly ratchet right after her She's everywhere. She's in Target. She has dog food. She has a bar. She created Bar Vegan. I'm all for that. I wouldn't exactly say we model her 100% because she in court right now for not paying all her employees. They got a lawsuit against her for not paying overtime. I'm not going to speak about it. This is the Black Excellence Podcast. I didn't mean that in that sense. I love that she's gone everywhere. I can see Sophisticatedly Ratchet everywhere and on everything. And she's definitely done a really good job branding. And you know what? And that's exactly what she says. When you become an owner, you have to think about all those things. Like she said, that's one of her fears. And that's so crazy that we have to be careful about what we manifest because yeah. we manifest the things that we're so fearful of. She said, every day I look at my phone. I watched an interview because I follow her. She watched. I watched an interview where she said, I look at my phone every day and see if I have any litigations. Oh, wow. because when you want money, well, you want success so bad, you're scared that. that success is not going to be forever. When That's is this right. going to end? And so we got to be careful of us being so fearful of it because you end up manifesting that. Mm. I love this quote that um that I got on my wall. It says, "If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough." Ooh, I feel like that's one like of the that. realest. If you not, if they don't scare you, then you got to make a bigger dream, hundred percent. And I dream that one day we have to have a conversation with someone. We decide if we want to sell our product, and when we decide that we want to sell sophisticatedly ratchet, it's going to be on our terms with an exuberant amount of money associated with it so we can feel right. good about our decision. Like and we on the board to, you know, control it. Uh, all right. So, you know, this, this is a good one. so this is a part of the episode yeah. where you kind of got to tie things oh. up. I, I, I know. The sad yeah. part. Oh, yeah. you know, even though we, even though we don't oh. want to do this, there's a desiderate des- des- to do this. There's a desiderate to do this, damn it. Okay. Get that. Do you know what? Because we have to do oh, this. Y'all are on fire right. today. I know. Y'all are on fire. He said it wrong yesterday. again, though. He said it wrong I said it again. But to make okay. sure one of them was right. Okay. Anyway, he said this so Before I end this podcast, uh, I actually, and I don't know if Lisa Marie ready because I, I, I wanted to. See, oh, okay. She's making a face like I was wrong. Okay, I'm right. I'm wrong. I'm not on know. <laughs> but Lisa Marie, you got you got one of your pieces that you kind of want to bless. Pressure, pressure. Let me see. 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 Once again, if you if you never heard Lisa Marie's work, you definitely got to go follow her. She's on IG at seasoned underscore dialogue. I want to say she's on YouTube right now as well. Please go follow her YouTube channel. She's going to give you probably all them drops in a bit. But uh, Lisa Marie, the floor is yours if you're... And Lisa Lisa has two pages on Instagram, correct? Well, one of them is fake, I believe. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. right. No, no, you're right. Sorry. You got two pages. (laughs) 
<laughs> Ooh, don't play know, with me I like know, that. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. So the person seeking, hoping, trying to find themselves in a world that shows them several versions of what they could be, I'd offer you this. Stay right there in a hurry to define yourself, articulating your purpose and finding the meaning of life is perhaps on hold until you recognize the value of self, most notably your goodness, your essence, your style, your being, your you. Many times we subject ourselves to masks, multiple assets of coverings, mm. refining, altering, perfecting our outside self only to find none of these are the true us. How many versions of them must you pretend to be until you recognize that this version is sufficient? Because who you are is an ever-evolving you and the core of all of you is just you. So I guess the question is, who better than you? Why would you want to be any of them? And why do you think that you are not enough? So when the world mm. convinces you through idyllic photoshopped physicalities and fake personas that your you is not enough, will be the years you keep spinning the block and changing faces because you convince yourself that the person you are will never be enough. So again, before you go, consider this. Just stay right there and be you. Uh, yes. That's a word. Push the button. Push the button. That's a word. That's a word. Yes, Lisa Murray. You know what came up for me as she said that? Wow. It's our slogan. It's mm. in the real, 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 real world, world of faith. Yeah. So, wow. so yeah, I, I, that's itself. Yes. What's what stuck in my mind was mask, the acronym that you use for yes. mask. That was that was real, mm. real. Fire. I like that a lot. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. She's dope. Don't we love good good writers? Wow. I love it. Jeez. That's black. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's black excellence. Thank yeah. you. Dialogue, yeah. So, um, T T J, do you want to bring us out with a twenty twenty twin? Sure. Do we want to do uh, our word? Of oh first? shit! Yo, look, I was trying to get by that. I thought we, I thought, it's I thought we do that after though. We, we do that after the twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. We can All right, that. guys. Oh, Thank you guys for listening to a, another episode of the Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast. You so ratchet. Thank you to our special guest. She's such a treat. Check her out, Lisa Marie, um, at so <laughs> seasoned. Dialogue, season underscore dialogue on IG and all her other platforms that will be locked down below and in our show notes. Thank you guys uh, for just listening and being with us today. You can find us everywhere you hear podcasts. We are everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon has podcasts. Um, what else? Uh, we're on IG at So Ratchet Podcast. We're on TikTok at So Ratchet Podcast. We're on Twitter at So Ratchet Pod. We're on uh, YouTube at So Ratchet Space Podcast, where you can see our beautiful and handsome see faces. Us. We are guys. the tribe. You are the tribe. <laughs> Keep it real in a world of faith. Yo, so, Hit so, the like button so right wait. now. Hit the follow button right now. Hit the, sh- the notifications button right now. The subscribe button right now. Shares with a friend. Can we, and that's can it. we use this opportunity to get Lisa Marie to commit to joining the live when this episode drops? Because she's such a special oh, guest for us. Yeah. Yes, we would love to have you. Yeah, every definitely. first Wednesday we Thank go live. You. Okay, every yeah, first Wednesday too. of the month we go live on YouTube oh, at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'd love for you to okay. come pop Surprise. out. Yeah, the tribe would love to see you. That's our yeah. opportunity to connect with the tribe. Tribe, pop out every first Wednesday, nine okay. p.m. Eastern Standard Time on. Yo, Lisa YouTube. Marie, just plug yourself okay. one more time, please. Tell uh, the tribe yes. where to find you, um, and you know all that good mm-hmm. stuff. You can find me on Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Season Dialogue, the podcast, if you want to listen audio. And you can find me on YouTube, Season Dialogue, Instagram, and TikTok, Season Dialogue, Season underscore Dialogue. Gotcha. Appreciate you, so your Queen. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Thank you. And, and can we get can we get the uh, the score for word of the week? There's a tie. It's two okay. shaken flash yellow titles. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna go first this time. Go, I'm gonna go first this time. I'm gonna go first this time. Because last time you went first. Okay, so uh, so I feel like the Soul Ratchet podcast is really dope, and when we get guests like Lisa Marie who get to drop knowledge on this podcast, it's such a desideratum for everyone. Okay. You up, Shake? Shake. Okay. Up next. Yeah. I thought you got well, that I, I didn't think. Damn, I thought I was. Going I know. To that's why I got <laughs> it. I was going to say. Well, go ahead, though. 
I like this. Clock is ticking. Clock is ticking. I was, I was gonna say there was no need for this this final this final uh, challenge between me and Flat. Fla- I'm dang it. I messed it up. It's over. Hold it's on. over. It's over. It's it's over. over. You lose, bro. You lose, bro. You lose. <laughs> this, dang it. All right. No, anyway, yeah, he gave up. I, I, I knocked him out. Flash. I knocked him out. I knocked him out. That was the last, the last one that he stole from me because he stole my sentence last time. We gonna knock him out like fight night. Right, but anyway, yo tribe, I want to tell y'all that we appreciate y'all. Thanks for tuning in every week to the Thank So Ratchet you. podcast. We love y'all. We love bringing y'all these episodes. You know, make sure y'all tune into Lisa Marie's page, season dialogue. Go check her out. Her work is fabulous yes. and fantastic, and all Thanks. the things. Okay, make sure y'all tune in next. Wednesday because we hear everybody. All right, y'all. All right, peace, tribe. Peace. 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 Thanks for listening to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. You can email us at so ratchet podcast at gmail.com. We release a new episode every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. We also go live on YouTube the first Wednesdays of each month. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Go to the srpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episodes with your fellow Sophisticatedly Ratchet friends. See y'all next Wednesday.